Welcome to Mundo! Welcome to the New Dog Chat Podcast. I am your host, Flapjack, and tonight's Hopped Up Pops and Jack. Back from the dead. Oh, good. We're here to talk mad shit about me. Helping all those clubs like a homeless unclimb. about it i got all the way up i was 90 something lp for gold uh gold three so i was about to hit gold two and then i just got all the toxicity in the world i had a zero five thresh at eight minutes and then he was telling me to kill myself and various other things as he started running it down mid and had a jungler do the same thing but in more more various accurate detail of what he wanted me to do so um been it's been awful i'm now down at gold four zero lp good lord i mean at least you didn't drop out of gold right yeah my shield's about to end so we'll see can, just... you, drop, can you drop out of a tier so you can um the the thing is is gold has the special protection that if you hit gold um, if your MMR has to tank a lot before it's oh. like goodbye, so you get like this massive like thirty game shield usually. That, oh, okay. Like if you're All sitting right. at zero LP and you keep losing games, it's like it takes thirty to drop you out of gold. But it's the which only one that does that. Which explains my eight game losing streak at zero LP last year. Yes, it now does. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, quick tip on that one, actually. If you hit profile. And you're sitting at that gold uh, four zero p. It will tell you when you're about to be or about to drop out of it. Like it will say shield expiring mm. on oh, your uh, oh, profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Riot's such a player-friendly, intuitive company. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Colonel, I think it's your turn. Yeah. So um. Uh, despite my like jovial positive uh, vibe, I I got hit with the tilt stick hardcore <laughs> last week, and uh, freaking flapjack can attack. I went on those glorious barn burning like Chicago Fire rant about this video game, but I and then I was like, I need to reset my mental, and I reset it so much that I forgot what I was mad about, and <laughs> here I am, just about to go back to the same uh freaking noose just die on you want me to remind you what you were mad about what that you can like it's like if you play better it, you, you lose and if you play worse you win <laughs> no you were just you it, it, well you, yes that was the basis of your rant but you were you they broke your knees with the tilt stick and just like really send you into the mindset of no matter how I play, the game is over. It's terrible. And then, and then you you got mad that I picked Galio, but you didn't say anything about it. I don't think I was <laughs> mad you picked Galio. I think we were fine. I mean, well, I think you got a little annoyed that I picked Galio when the other guy picked Anivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just cause it's like the one in a million game. Like that's like, and oh, I was I was mad about. 
promos and like or i was mad about the phenomena of worse games come in promos and when you're at low lp yes for some yes and maybe we can like maybe discuss that a little bit if you guys have any insight or any uh or if you guys have any like hard evidence to maybe either like confirm or deny that like that kind of suspicion where it's like why do the quality of my gains tank when i'm in ranked and when i have like 10 lp but when i'm at like 50 40 lp to like 70 lp they're generally a little bit more competitive but as soon as i hit that as soon as i hit that promo series it's the first game is an automatic afk or um yada 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 i mean um, i think i i don't have any concrete evidence on that because i don't have like figures or anything it, you okay dog you good Please don't throw up on the carpet. Okay, cool. He's fine. Um, the... Oh, bro, I thought, I thought you were talking about Proxy. <laughs> like, Proxy, no! <laughs> no, my dog is over there. He just choked on some fuzz or something. He's good, though. Um, yeah, no, no, no. That was my other friend who ran it down as Talon and got was getting cornered, and he was like, oh, I need to commit seppuku, and ran underneath the turret. And I, that was, you got me confused. Or someone told, oh, wait. <laughs> wrong conversation you lo you're losing it you lo we're all losing it um in in regards to the uh the promo series games and why they seem so bad i think and like i said i don't have any hard evidence for this but You're i think looking closer at the mistakes too yeah like, i think i, I think yeah i think that's actually a really big part of it is uh when you because i think there's been enough random times where a promo series has gone really terrible um, I think people come into promo series. Shaco died at Invade level one. Yep. Right, wait, wait. Is that is that is that our is that our live report? Is that our live report from the Rift? Is that is that happening right now? Oh Lord! Here we go! Here we go! Oh, we're we're going we're going now live to our our man on the on oh, the man. Rift. Sounds like well, I, I don't. I'm not getting anything from a man on the rift. I guess he. I guess he gray screened. I actually got killed by a freaking uh, hurricane of hurricane of tilt just now. So, <laughs> oh but, no! Not what uh, we're talking yeah, about. Tilt. Just, 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 dead, just dead. Oh whoa! It's so Shaco has died again. <laughs> oh my god! So we're no. down. We're down three zero at. Uh, down 3-0 at well, minute 30. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm recording the podcast, so I can't spectate, but I want to spectate this game so bad now. So swag. Oh my god. Dude, I feel like, no, no, I feel like one of those, like, 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 British announcers, like, in the movies, when they're, like, they were, like, reporting when, like, Godzilla was, like, attacking and the city's just getting destroyed, and it's, like, absolute demolition. <laughs> Of elephantine proportions, I just I cannot believe what I'm seeing here. It's truly abysmal. <laughs> All right, keep your chin up, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, and flavor of the month movie star Dwayne the Rock Johnson save the day, or will this be a? <laughs> yeah. So, but as we were saying, um, yeah, I think uh, players come into promo series and they almost tilt themselves just by getting into a promo series because yeah your games in the right. in the middle of your uh in the middle of your uh ranking there are typically better because you know i think 
your mindset when you're there is, oh, it's a part of the grind. If you take an L, it's whatever because, you know, you're not at zero LP, but you're also not at 100 and in a series. So if you take the L, you know you play another game, you probably win that one. So it's not as much of a mental tax uh, in those regular games. But once you get into the promo series, I think we put way too much stock in the uh, the concept that if know, I do we not have, win, we have to win. Over three, I will literally uninstall. I've seen that a, actual threat so many become times. Become a Sims three streamer. Big facts. Yeah, no, that I, th I think that's probably part of the part of the issue. But we've we've drifted now. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna hit my ranked real quick, and then uh, we'll dive into the main topic, the meat of the podcast today. Um, uh, I don't play the game enough, like I say every single week, and uh, I played a bunch actually last week when uh, with you, Kraken, when they hit you with the tilt stick, and I think a problem that I had was I came into the games uh, after you'd already played and been beaten up with the tilt stick. So I came into the games and you were hot. You were a little bit uh, angry about many things justifiably so but uh we had a couple games that went just real bad and i think uh some things could have been different i could have played better certainly in a couple instances but we had a series of bad games you went on your rant and then uh, you went to bed i queued up for another game and got filled in the jungle and i just stomped with sejuani so i felt a little bit better about myself after that game but i'm sitting at a clean where the fuck did i put the client there it is i'm sitting at a clean silver two with uh 46 wins and i'm sitting at 68 lp so that's not too terrible um if i play for like two weeks and stop playing uh stop playing call of duty and rainbow six with my my other buddies uh, i'll probably hit gold here soon and then uh, I can work on being an actual good league player, and not relying <laughs> on just not relying on just my Anivia smash and grab, you know. Um, but let's jump into the meat, the meat of the, the meat of the podcast here. We're gonna we're gonna start our series of positional episodes with this one here. It's gonna be a, a semi deep dive on top lane because. Uh, Kraken's in a game, so we can't do support because he's our main support guy. Uh, Proxy's in AD, but with a support main on the podcast roster, we're not going to do an AD episode until the both of you can talk about it. And uh, <laughs> we're not going to do mid because I don't want to do mid. Uh, so we're going to do top lane. <laughs> and uh, let, let's 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 talk about what 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 do we think of the role so far in season ten. Uh, in the current patch, 10.5 just dropped. I know I haven't played a single game on it. I don't know if Proxy's played a game on it. Nope. Uh, Kraken's playing a literally. game on it right now. So, um, well, here, here's the thing with it. Uh, we got to keep in mind, like, this season, they, like, at the start, they nerfed ADs pretty hard. They've been trying to adjust it a little bit more because a lot of the focus has been on Dragon. So top lane's kind of been out out to pasture. Oh, so very much ignored. <laughs> oh god. So I gotta oh, no. get, get that. It's you. Oh, this is why I take kills. Okay. <laughs> oh god. Oh, 
God. This is everything I hoped it would be and more. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what happened there? Live on the Rift, buddy? Um, We um popped off on... Noc yeah, I, have, I have Kai'Sa and Nocturne Jungle, and then we were... We popped off on Thresh. I bubbled, got Thresh's Flash. Uh, Work came in a little late. Or Work tried to counter gank, but then we swagged on him too. Uh, Work almost got away with like one health, and that's what I was getting mad about. But I, I could hear the tilt stick wacky in the back but of the knee when you said, This is why I take L's. <laughs> no, I said, This is why I take kills. Oh. Well, that's the uh, same thing. Because like, you have that, like, Thanos moment where you're just like, fine, I'll do it myself. Like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was a well-coordinated gank. It was, it was timed well. Um, good. Fresh was just standing there. I don't know why he didn't, like, he, he, he knew that he must have, uh, whatever, but. <laughs> so top lane, yeah. Yeah, top lane. Proxy, what were you saying? So. Uh, con considering dragons kind of like the high priority right now mm -hmm. uh, for a lot of these games it looks like riot's trying to like readjust and make sure that top lane is stronger because as i was pointing out with the patch today um turret plating's more valuable and as you said they were trying to make it more so top got a little bit more to it because now range champions which will include mages because Lo and behold, they're they might be casters, they might cast a lot, but they're all designed with range ninety percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Melees are gonna be the ones that can take it a lot faster because of the seventeen percent reduced range damage. So uh it looks like Riot's trying to like rebalance it out so top has priority and top hasn't been able to carry as hard except for Garen's and Darius's, I have noticed, have been very popular with this meta right now. Garen, Darius, Mordekaiser, like those ones are big, big, big players. All right. Take that a... over Soraka. Hell <laughs> yeah. That's actually a that's actually a pretty good segue into uh what what we're looking at in the meta. And I think um I I don't ever really play top lane. I dabbled a little bit before and I would play Alawi when she was busted. But she's not like Super Saiyan anymore, so She's in a balanced state where people can play her, and if they're good, they'll win, and if they're bad, they'll lose. Um, but there's there's certainly a uh, a selection of champions that would be considered like meta picks, and I think um, from from what I've been seeing, it's mostly juggernauts, with the exception of Orn, who is just a mega tank that can throw bonus who is stats. The, the, Web the Webster's dictionary definition of a juggernaut. <laughs> yeah yeah the yeah that's true um but the league of legends definition of a juggernaut is uh your your garens and your your darius's guys who can get in the fight and stay in the fight like set he's been popping too uh mordekaiser he kind of fell off a little bit but he's he's certainly not a champion i think you should overlook um these are these are the top laners that i've been seeing in my games and they uh I don't know. I feel like it's uh, I I I don't know that there's a lot of like top lane mains out there right now that aren't playing just like really weird shit. Like I'm a top lane vein main, you know, like the ranged vein who gets swagged on by Teemo. Quinn. Like, Quinn. <laughs> it's like yeah. 
if you the 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 top lane main players that I see, they always want to play some like extravagant shit that has a really easy and obvious counter. Like oh, come on, any bro. any auto attack based champion is just the other laner just has to pick Teemo. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like right now, it's just pretty much a lot of the games that I've seen win are the Darius, the Garen, like something that's pretty strong, decently buff, but still does some decent damage, especially because like Garen's building Triforce first and foremost as of late. Gross. That's scary. So, yeah. Very. I'm just, oh, I'm just glad that we don't have the crit on uh, Trinity Force anymore at the moment because that would make Garen's uh, oh god spin to win just even scarier. No kidding, that sounds awful. I would hate to have to yeah. deal with that. <laughs> and like the, I, I think an important uh, an important thing to point out is like because a lot of people watch pro play, you know, whether you're watching Korea or you're watching NA or EU or whatever, like. Hold on. Moment of silence for our buddies in Korea. They are officially on hold. Yes, they are, indefinitely, because coronavirus. Moment big... of silence. Okay, we're good. All right. It was, it was big oof for the poor boys over there in Korea. On the My bright God. side, on the bright side, uh, the China like rebounded, and LPL is back doing all their games uh, remotely. Ooh. So right. hopefully we'll get some super spicy league instead of the uh, what I would call boring Korean games. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not good or anything, but they're not fun to watch. So <laughs> that makes me convinced that as of right now, EU is the best region. Well, you see, Flapjack. <laughs> These are athletes. Warriors. You say that. <laughs> not just entertainers. <laughs> you say that, and like, Colonel's got it right. Like, then they do something like Soraka Top. But did not... they win? They did. And then they ruined all your solo queue games. Like, they only ruined one of my solo queue games. No one over here went Soraka top. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, yeah. I I I did I did fully expect to see Soraka Sona tops after G two played it and stomped with it. But I think like there was like this this meta breaking moment of divinity where the low elo players looked at that and they went. I don't think that's a good idea. And then they didn't play it in any of my games, and I escaped unscathed. Not everybody did, though. Lots of people got into it with the Soraka top that got just bullied because no one knows how to play it correctly. Hmm. But anyways, the uh, it's it's very important like to differentiate between your silver top laners and your, I don't know, challenger rank one top laners and then even beyond that your professional top laners like wonder or the shy Bwipo, or uh i'm trying to think of a good na top laner uh uh broken blade broken blade is the, yeah he's is pretty the good best uh, na top laner licorice licorice yeah. i forgot about the cloud nine roster for a second there who'd have thought yeah i mean holy crap licorice like he's Ooh. always just on that version of just like getting out of every single fight pretty low and still coming out on top. And that's why we take kills in Kraken's words. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, it, it's important to differentiate because those are guys who obviously they dedicate their life to the craft and they. Dude, Vayne's so much better than Kaisa. <laughs> 
and they mm. uh they're, they're like they can play these these things like Aatrox and they can play set most of them can play set and just do unthinkable things that you're never going to see happen in your Soliku games. So, like, don't watch G2 throw their draft away, <laughs> throw their draft away by picking Soraka top and go, that's it, that's the new meta, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play that because G2 Wonder played it and he's a god and I know I'm a god, right? No, your ego got in the way. You you gotta pick. If you're not comfortable with the lane, you gotta pick something abusable. But if you are comfortable with the lane, you gotta pick something that you know you're good at. Don't, for the love of God, don't pick singed. Like gangplank. Yeah, yeah. Pick something super mechanically difficult, like gangplank. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you can get the triple barrel down, where you put two down and then you shoot, drop the third, you're fine. You are gonna succeed at gangplank. But. Yeah, but that's a like, tricky little timing there. Yeah, but I mean, you I get really something like uh, uh, you get what? What is it right now? Darius, Garen, like those two, simple, easy. Like Darius is a little bit harder, but man, Garen, simple, easy, no mana to worry about, easy to abuse right now. Yeah, I think. Uh... That was my freaking. <laughs> I think uh, before we before we dip back into a look in the rift, uh, I think Set is a champion. He's brand new, and I think he he's getting a low win rate. I think he's at like forty nine percent win rate right now, and I think it's that low because people are not doing enough with it in the early portion of the game where he is like almost unfathomably strong. Like, he just never dies and he doesn't take damage, or he takes all the damage because the enemy jungler is like, I don't want to deal with a fed set, and he just camps him, right? Mm -hmm. But I think the more we progress through the season, I think the better and better we're going to see set become, because he's he's not that mechanically difficult champion where his abilities are like really stupid and annoying and frustrating. It's like, he does three things, and... All of them include punching you in the face. That's all he does. He's a very, very like one-dimensional character, which means the only balance mm -hmm. that ever needs to happen to him is an adjustment of numbers. Oh, we just seven hundred now. <laughs> With that, I was supposed to have ninety KP on Nautilus now. <laughs> Let's take a let's take a quick dive into the rift here with our our man on the spot, Colonel Kraken. Kraken, what are you playing over there? Yeah, so Moby Boots are like $100 more now, and that's an absolute travesty of that, man. <gasps> okay, so it's 22 to 16, them. They're up. They have a Wind Drake, Mountain Drake. They have two towers, two hour one. Uh, we got invaded hard on the... Um, we were down 03. And then we were, and then we were down... Well, we were down like oh, oh to five early, like at like three minutes or like three and a half minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. We started turning it around, but they have a lot easier champs to execute <coughs> than us, and we're just yeah. Um, I'm keeping my Kaisa like up a bit in like farm to vein, but they have so much more map control than us because we have a Shaco and they have a Warwick, so you can only guess as to who's has the 
<laughs> your execution. Uh, he's just gonna die. Well, I I can give you a decent overlook right now because at the sixteen minute mark, it uh, looks like they're down about a little over three thousand. Holy um, shit! But I mean, it, oh shoot, that's a big shutdown. Um, looks like they yeah. might. They're definitely uh, still in this because Muno has ten kills getting... now. But I mean, like, this case is looking pretty good. Uh, she's at least four, three, and one. The veins, two, oh, and three. It's a little differential there, but the case is definitely ahead. Yeah, yeah. The Shaco and Lux were kind of going even in that mid lane. Very weird matchup, but uh, it's definitely the it looks like your oh, was... top laner is gonna be part of the problem. Yeah, he kind of entered, so... Yeah, I mean, he was, like, 3-0, and and then all of a sudden he died five times. Yeah. Which is why gold leads don't matter a lot of the times, folks, because... <laughs> also, you should let him know that he, buying Executioner's Calling has the same <laughs> Grievous Wounds effect as Thorn Mail. Yeah. Oh, he has it now. Yeah, he doesn't know. Well, yeah, but I mean, if he is Thorn Mail and Executioner's Calling. Oh, yeah, it's. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, he does? Yeah, he has the Bramble. Wow. Great. <laughs> Big awkward. Well, yeah. That's uh, that's a silver itemization there for you. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me tell you, you'll never see that on an LCS stage, except for all the times <laughs> when you do, because people are dumb. Um. <laughs> But yeah, let's talk real quick about uh, abusable champs. So say say you're getting filled into the role uh, up in top lane. You're on an island all by yourself. The only yeah. help you're really going to get is from jungle because we all know mid laners are selfish. Um, if if you even do get a gank, right? So you get filled into the role. What champion are you picking? Garen, set. I yeah. probably would even toss in my uh, singed what a little bit. Okay. Kraken, I know you're you're on the spot here, but what would you pick if you had to roll top? Uh, Orn, because I like Orn. I actually do like Orn a lot. Um, I think Shen's kind of like kind of sleeper. Um, unless we got like something happened to him that I wasn't like aware of. Uh, according to the meta tier list, he is uh, in tier two, so that's pretty good. Yeah, he's got a positive I mean, win rate. Not that many people probably know the matchup. Uh, if you can play the um, alternate game mode called playing singed, I think that <laughs> would help. It, it, is, it is like an alternate game mode. Like it really is. How can I farm as much as possible? Yeah, because if if you can like macro better and like and like lower elo and um. You'll actually get some of those neutral objectives just because you can throw off and manipulate the map so much, but mm. I wouldn't really know anything about that. That's so. fair. I know for a while you were playing Redactin pretty hard during the off season, and he was really strong then. Doesn't feel quite as yeah. good now, but Redactin's like hard, hard lose, hard win sort of thing. So yeah. If I were if I were to get filled into top lane, I would probably go for the Orn or like uh, something uh, late game super safe like uh, Doctor Mundo, 
maybe the uh, maybe the set if I'm feeling like I want to just mob on some people and we get like a tank jungle or something. I mean, Mundo's eleven and two right now, so at twenty two minutes, so there's there's that to consider. Just pick up. Well, damn. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty impressive resume that guy's got there. Um, <clears throat> if you want to pick abusable champions, no matter the lane, honestly, just pick champions that have a very simple kit. Uh, they'll always be. They're they're harder to make mistakes on, which is mm -hmm. a big key in abusing champions. If you pick a champion that's like got a lot of really difficult things going on all at once, you're more likely to slip up than the guy playing Garen who has to click two things to kill you. Yeah, for example, Rumble. Like, I mean, yeah, he's got no mana, but he's got that overheat. He's got that ult that is one of the it's not very intuitive for newer players to start using it's a very weird one it's like victor q essentially like you have to hold the button drag in the direction you want and then let go most people are like old full power one press everything and then you get that rumble player that's new and it's like r and it's like wait where's it going you, you, you can't just do something that's a little bit more focused on knowing how they work. But when you have like a Garen that oh, just Kaiser, no! constantly presses E, and then you're low enough to hit that R, it's just like, boom. Garen. Mm -hmm. Garen. <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, I think if you want to just speed climb your way out of bronze and maybe most of silver, insta-lock Garen every game top. Because you know what? It's never banned. Yeah, for no good reason. It should like, it should absolutely be banned, except for that there's so much other broken stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's, the, he's top of the tier list right now. Yep. And I think he's probably just going to stay there forever because he's... Like, he's just so good. And if you get Bammy Cinder on him, I mean, now you've got a super damage-dealing... Oh, massive tank out about that oh yeah it's uh it's it's brought really beefy juggernauts back into the fray like our garens and darius is is this bammy cinder update where they do more damage with the tank items now mm-hmm yeah that's hajwani oh mm -hmm. it's super easy to just win if you pick sejuani in the jungle but we're not talking about jungle um in terms of what you're going to roll with in top lane, most of the time, you're going to pick Teleport Flash for your summoner spells. Mm -hmm. most uh, of the odd time. ones are probably going to be uh, Singed and Darius for the most part, because Darius really likes that Ghost, and then Singed likes the Ghost Ignite just to well, do whatever he wants. <coughs> but yeah, Flash Teleport, that's, that's the bread and butter of top lane. And what, what, another thing that you're going to see a lot of in uh, pro play, especially now that we have uh, the good old boy Soaz in uh, the LCS, is uh, a teleport flank. So you'll take mm -hmm. teleport because... And it's it's you take teleport not because if you die in the first six minutes, you want to teleport back to lane. That's a way to use it, but it's got a five-minute cooldown. Is it five minutes? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's either a little bit more or a little bit less. It's got a lengthy cooldown. 
So if you're if you're gonna use it because you got bullied out of lane in the first five minutes to go back up top, it's probably a waste. Because you're gonna lose a wave or two and then you're gonna be up there if you just walk it out. And in the time that guy backs, you can set up a freeze, you can farm your waves yeah, back an, up. That's an end. You yeah. don't you don't you don't need to blow your TP in the first six minutes of the game, probably. There's always, you know, the option to. Also, update. Uh, six minute cooldown, it looks like. Mm. Yeah, I do remember they nerfed it like a couple months ago or something. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things you're going to see a lot in pro play that you're never, ever going to see in uh, the uh, lower ELO games, unless there's a shitload of, co like, team cohesion about it is a teleport flank now you'll typically see this when uh, bot lane places a ward either in the enemy jungle or in one of the bot lane bushes that doesn't get swept or seen by the enemy bot lane if the enemy bot lane pushes in <coughs> it leaves their backside exposed for the jungler to come down and the top laner to teleport down to turn a 2v2 into a 2v4 now you're never ever going to see that because bot lane never ever rewards for that play unless you're duoed with your support and tell them to. That's a rarity though. Most people play solo. So it's a really cool thing that you can do, but I think in the low elo it's just going to cost you too much. Thoughts on that? All right, no one thinks anything about that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was I was like looking over to my uh my freaking dumpster fire of a game just now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like have you ever watched like bit. the tornado? What, what's that movie like? Twister. Mm -hmm. Like that the, the the twister like picks up the house and like throws it. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up like, that game and my whole base profile. got lifted up and just just thrown by the by the. Good God. Uh, that is a honestly, that is a stomp. We weren't we we were ahead by five eighty five at ten minutes, but like eh, whatever. That's basically even, and they just had the better players anyway. So it's not like it really made much of a difference anyway. Um, Damn. Yeah. It's just one of those games where you're the whole team. I mean, it's like yeah, you. <clears throat> I think. You play decently, and like it's like all right, like the lane. We're not stopping. We're not like getting killed either. Like optimal blah, 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 blah. and then just like, um, I mean, of course, I probably could have. I probably should have gone into hyper carry mode and just went insane and got Kaisaw like nine kills and in, in, in fifteen minutes or something like that. and just rolled the game, but like, mm -hmm. um. A lot of times, when I notice in like the stomp games, it's like they're they have three champs that went right, and you only have like one or two, and maybe that is a carry that you got some kills on, but they have three champs that are like three things went right for them, and only one thing went right for you, and it's really it's really hard to get that one thing to beat those three things. Mm -hmm. No matter what champ it is, like, um, um, 
That's yeah, uh, that's that's rough. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Uh, so my MMR is like in the in the poop hole, like it's just in the <laughs> like. I can't even think. Yeah, it's whatever. I think I might queue up for another game here. Was it? Yeah, probably can. Yeah, probably. I mean, we're only at thirty six minutes on the recording, so. Yeah, let's do this. <coughs> Pardon me, I got Corona. <laughs> which is less and less of a joke. I'm actually drinking a Corona beer right now, which I'm still willing People to buy. Actually, stopped buying Coronas. I know a bunch of fucking morons. You heard a lie from the rifts, but have you heard live from the abyss? Let's go, <laughs> baby. Straight into Aram, howling abyss. Rekindle my. Try to try to ignite a little flame in just the dark room of apathy that I have. <laughs> well, how about you talk about? Uh, do you, as a support, do you ever throw down a ward for a teleport flank? Yeah, yeah. If if they if they ping it, um, I, I, I actually, as a support player, I actually do have like, like to pop like you gotta be. To, t to be a top lane main man you gotta wow those guys are <laughs> something else because it's like it's it's you it's 1v1 you're completely isolated all of your all of your mistakes get punished and um if something goes right it really is pretty much your it's because you made that play like someone else didn't make it for you so uh yeah but yeah, I usually do throw down a ward because um, a lot of top or like the good top lane mains are looking to make that TP. So, and I'll, and and the thing is, I have to ward like the the side bushes anyway. So, um, what is that? All right. Well, <clears throat> ignore I everything I said about supports not warding for that. Uh, that was all a lie. You heard it from the support main himself. Uh, <laughs> I guess the thing that you got to keep in mind is like if you can communicate well with your yeah, top yeah, lane, yeah, yeah, you can start pushing the game into your advantage. Like I'm pretty darn sure a top lane's gonna be happy to teleport down bot, for example, or uh, run it down mid if because there's it's hype, dude. Free kill. It's hype. Like it's so fun <laughs> to teleport in as like a Lowie or like Olaf or something. It just it just mollywop like like Tristana or something like that. Like. Um, the karma support, they just, they just, ah, you just, that drive you crazy, and you're like, this is my chance. Like, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I think, and obviously, like, I mute chat all the time, so, like, you kind of have to get, like, a Morse code, like, telepathic connection with beings in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of top laners... It's kind of pretty rare when top laners will like TP bot and do like the hype play, but um, the one time they do it though, it works amazing because the other bot lane's not looking for it ever because it's not like they have that much map awareness. Period. So it's like guaranteed a drag. Like honestly, um, if it goes right, if it goes bad, then you're probably just the worst team like execution wise, and you're probably gonna end up losing the game anyway. But um. Yeah, hey, I like to make the hot take that top lane is probably like the most snowbally uh, because top lane's so isolated. Blah blah blah. I'd, I'd like to make the hot take that it's probably the most snowbally lane. Yeah, like snowbally um, roll. 
I can definitely agree with that because if you start losing the drakes, then you can start getting that rift herald and you can start pushing your top lane um, back into it. So if you get that rift herald and you put it on your top laner, like that's a lot of pressure top that the enemy jungler has to put on it so that you can start snowballing them there. You can, uh, the kills can be a little bit easier, I feel like, because you're dealing with a little bit less CC in terms of enemy champions. You don't have to, you, instead of, worrying about it up to a 3v3 in bot lane you're worrying about up to a 2v2 in bot lane so you don't have to worry about um so much enemy cc and if you start getting the kills if you start getting that tower turret plating gold whether it be through rift herald or just pushing the lane like that lane can do some serious work if you let yeah it. yeah it's like Like one kill, like that, that gold, that like one kill diff is gonna, I mean, it's like, it's not like the jungler is gonna come do something about that differential, or it's not like the mid laner is gonna roam upwards. So a one, a one kill, one kill or two kill difference might as well be like a three kill or four kill difference, honestly, like on top of the moment. So you really can't, like, you really can get insanely fed, um, push to like their inhib tower at like, some ridiculous timestamp and then just roll the entire game in 1v9. I mean, I know it doesn't seem that way, um, but I've seen it happen a lot in my games where it's like they just have a like a god top laner that's insanely fed and there's nothing that's like pulled so far ahead from like our top that it's not like any of the other like the gold difference would be will be so huge that like it doesn't really matter that oh damn that sounds <laughs> the, the... I guess like if you if you get that gold difference, there's so much that can go in the favor of your top lane. And things like Darius I have actually seen completely change the result of a game because not even because the Darius was winning earlier. It's just for whatever reason at late game they start doing damage, and Darius is one of those prime examples right now. Because I had a 0-5 Darius get a quadra kill for <laughs> no good reason, and that turned the entire game around for us. That's also a, uh, a classic example of the never ever surrender no matter what. <laughs> Which is a very hard mentality to stick to, but speaking of never ever surrendering, here's something that you should do. Dodge your right. games. Yeah, uh, use it as a tool. It's it, like that is the one thing that people um, don't realize. You're not going to lose a lot of LP. You're going to get out of a game that you were probably going to be guaranteed to lose either way. Had like I should have if I hadn't had dodged already that day. I had a game where immediately the Aurelia was dogging into our mid, being like, oh look, they have a 43% win rate. Last game when I saw that we had Shaco mid, but... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's another prime example. It's it, it's comes, it comes down to when you get into champ select, you need to use your best judgment. Like, you, you can't... You can't get into a ranked game, and as soon as you click accept for the match, go and get a drink. Like, once you've clicked accept to the match... Everything you do from that moment that forward. Swag. 
we'll get we'll get to your super swag in just a second but everything you do as soon as you click accept the match will have an effect on whether or not you win or lose the game if you mm -hmm. get up and walk away from your computer you are missing now vital moments where you can be banning a champion you can be typing to your teammates to see what they want to play you can be ignoring your teammates. You can see that your teammates are toxic. You can see that they're playing something fucking ridiculous like Lucian with Teleport Ignite Top. And you can be like, ha, you're not Hooney. He can't even play that. And then you dodge the game. And you don't take the L. You can only really dodge once every 24 hours, though, in ranked before you start getting banned uh, for excessive dodging. Uh, but you can, with zero penalty, dodge at least one game every 24 hours. Mm. In the in, yeah. in the mean moment, let's let's take a quick trip uh, uh, to our, our 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 new and fresh reporter live from the abyss, uh, Colonel Kraken. Talk to me about what's going on. I heard something about something super swag going on. Yeah, so uh, I got I got Broloff. Uh... There we go. There we go. Dude, Broloff, dude, I freaking love this skin so much. You're welcome. I remember buying you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a pretty, I got a pretty sick double kill. Um, I threw an axe at like max range, and then Pike got a like it put the person over the over like the execute like threshold. Mm -hmm. This is pretty sick. I, <gasps> uh, uh oh, one more auto. Ah man, uh, dang, dude, Olaf, so much fun. He's very but, fun, especially on Howling Abyss. Yeah. Oh boy. <clears throat> well, but, do we do we have any any parting thoughts on top lane before we dive into another sort of spicy discussion? I, you know, I just don't play it enough to really know because I mained it for like the start of a season and was like, eh, this either doesn't have too much of an influence on very certain roles, or you're getting gold. And that's the big thing about top lane, especially because it can be a wet noodle fight. Mm -hmm. occasionally. I honestly think you need good hardware to play top. Okay, explain your reasoning. Like, cause I, I think, I think on top lane because it's like because it's a one v one and it's like almost entirely like it's it's pretty like mechan because it's like it it matters like each auto attack matters to give you to give you the edge over your your lane opponent. And if you're playing on like suboptimal hardware, if you have bad lag or something like that, and you miss out on like that one minion or that one like skill shot or something like that, like, like that can that can throw the lane. Like Aatrox, for example, he's got yeah. three yeah. little things of or his Q has three little CC chains that do a lot of damage, and if you start missing like every other one or you start landing every single one of them, it's going to go, like, either way at that point. Like, Maybe that's I, why Hishinshin thinks he's better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh Damn. My gosh. But, Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it, it is described as, like, the fighting game of League of Legends, and I'm like, yeah, fighting games are, are like, meticulous, um, pretty much just, in like, input-based. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like... All right. Um, how can I? How can I make this so someone can come help me? How can I cooperate with my like with my teammates? Blah 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 blah. blah. And uh, so yeah, don't play on a toaster. Don't play on a toaster. You heard it here first, folks. 
All right, let's uh, let's let's take a, a switching gears here. We've got a couple minutes left, and <clears throat> my God, this past week in LCS has been buck fucking wild, boys. Let oh, me God, pull yes. up the. Uh, that was my favorite, steady. my favorite iteration of of buck wild so far. <laughs> buck fucking wild, boys. Let me, like, yeah. At least now. Like, we didn't have to worry about it, but at least, like, CLG's, like, maybe a step above what the Cleveland Browns is to uh, an <laughs> NFL, considering they finally won their second game. Yeah, and you know why? You know why? It's because they poached the coach from Team Liquid. They stole Poe Belter, put him back in, in the CLG hot seat. They fired their world champion crown. He is no longer with the team. He's not in their mm-hmm. academy roster. He is out. The man that they built a roster around is gone because the Poe Belter, the mid lane main that nobody wanted, is clowning on kids. <laughs> clowning, I say. He he popped off in uh, both of their games this past week. They didn't win the Immortals game, but that's that. Uh, well, it wasn't really a game. They didn't win the whatever the fuck it was they did with Immortals. Uh, it was a, the best throw in the history of throws that I ever saw. Um, but in terms of other uh, questionable things that happened, we're not going to talk about Cloud9 because we all know they stomp everyone they play. Um, yeah. Doublelift got sick, right? Yeah. So he got... Can, 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 mm-hmm. say, well, as you're saying that, just pretty much like they pulled the Cloud9, put in Blabber, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, unlike C9, they're like, we're benching you. <laughs> like, uh, like to go off of that, like they did what what Cloud Nine should have done. I feel like uh, uh, when uh, Blabber was in, and all of a sudden they just started winning. But, yeah, as you were saying. No, they uh, uh, Team Liquid uh, Doublelift gets sick. He can't scrim, so they bring in their uh, they bring in their ADC from. Uh, their academy team they bring in tactical and he has a pop-off week granted he's playing side by side with a world champion in core jj and you know they finally got you know jensen's playing well brox has been here and he's practicing and he's not tired or jet lagged anymore and impact is Santa finally quadra. doing something well damn a Santa quadra hot fuck pike, <laughs> did pike steal the penta yeah that son of a bitch <laughs> Um, but they uh, they subbed out double lift for the weekend because he couldn't play and not was it today they benched his ass double lift got benched mm-hmm. yeah and they it, announced that yesterday okay so the it, from the social media post that I saw it looked like it was sort of a mutual decision between double lift and the staff at TL um to bench him so he's not playing this week either um i think this is a rehashing of what happened to sneaky except i think double lift is gonna find his inner rage wave yes he is a lot less cute but he's gonna find his inner rage a lot faster than sneaky did and he's gonna get he's gonna get back on stage probably next week i expect uh so he's not going to play this week's games. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Because now, 
Tactical is still a somewhat unknown entity. Um, people haven't really been scouting him. But I have no doubt that with this announcement, the coaches for whoever TL is playing this week. Let's see, who is it going to be? It's going to be CLG and Immortals. The coaches for CLG and Immortals should 100% go back and watch all of the TL Academy games to see mm. how Tactical's been playing, to see what he's been picking, to see what they've been doing with him, and adjust their strategy in their LCS games accordingly if they want to stand a chance because, my God, he looks good. Yep. And uh, as someone's saying on here, because I was pulling up a double lift quote, uh, tactical nuke incoming. It was a pretty tactical decision. <laughs> indeed, uh, I actually like indeed. tactical nuke incoming better. But as you were saying, like, he, double lift's going to get fired up. We all know him. He took off yeah. like a split just to get back into the know-how. And right now, like his, his approach compared to Sneaky is... Uh, Granted, I love Sneaky, but man, his approach is definitely a lot better. It's I'm benched because I had no motivation until very recently. Being sick and unable to compete gave me my passion back, but too late. Sorry towards every one of my teammates, I'll be and I'll be working from now on to to regain their trust. Yep. Or from now on to regain their trust. Sorry, I said that a little bit weird. I think uh I think part of it is uh double double lift got the Hooney syndrome where it's the same deal with every team Hooney's been on. I heard, I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, but oh! someone was talking about it. Jesus. Bro, fiddlesticks. <laughs> Did he give you the middle dicks? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what fiddlesticks does when he goes mid, and it's all random, all mid. Yeah, no, anyway. yeah. That's, you, Roll that off, was a, more like... Your skills are off. <laughs> Get wrecked. We're going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> with every team Hooney is on, when he starts with them, he is super strong. He's super aggressive. He plays exceptionally every time. But once the team starts winning and he starts picking stupid shit, it looks like he gets the run of the draft, at least for himself. He gets to decide what he plays, and whatever the coaches are saying doesn't have an effect, whatever his teammates are saying doesn't have an effect, and they lose games because of it. It happened with mm -hmm. Immortals after they had their complete stomp of a run, and they flubbed their way out of playoffs because of a Huni or because of a Huni Lucian top that TSM exploited exceptionally in that series. Um, and... I think it's kind of the same with Double Lift, but in reverse. Because Double Lift obviously did not want to play Senna as an ADC for all those games that TL lost where they played Senna as an ADC. He's not comfortable with the champion. He talked about it in interviews a little bit aggressively, I might add, about how he didn't like it. But I don't think the staff was... I, I mean, I don't know the inner workings, obviously, but if, I, if I'm looking at this situation the way I, I am, I, it doesn't look like the staff was giving Double Lift the option to pick what he wanted, the option to pick what he's comfortable with, and he's playing a champion that doesn't play like any of the other champions Double Lift's good at, and they get stomped for it. 
So mm-hmm. I think I think uh, a little bit of time with tactical in, and then they bring back the the good old boy double lift, and he's fired up, and he's not gonna take shit from the coaches or his teammates. He's not gonna play Senate ADC, not like it's good anyways anymore. And he's gonna play his little heart out, and he's gonna do well. Yeah, I mean it's always that summer split. That's that's the one that matters. That's the one where double lift always starts shining again, and that's gonna be great. But moving yes, on, because we've been on team liquid for a while let's see so it looks like you're just moving down uh golden guardians uh they're, they're golden guardians and immortals are kind of in those weird spots because let me look at the standings really quick cloud nine first place Obviously. you got like what's following right behind and then you got a three-way tie for third tsm immortals team liquid um then you get the four-way tie for six eg or evil geniuses dig uh, Golden Guardians and 100 Thieves, and then wah wah, 210 Counter Logic Gaming. FlyQuest, uh, or sorry, not FlyQuest, uh, Golden Guardians has been like all these teams just feel like they're just very floating by, just going with the flow uh, between Immortals and Golden Guardians. They're not shining, but they're still up there in the standings. Like everyone's just kind of meh. Yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. I uh, I have to agree. I think uh, let's see. Golden Guardians had a one in one week. Uh, Immortals had a one in one week. Oh, uh, looks like on. Dignitas. Did they go O two? Yes, Dignitas went O two. Evil Geniuses went one and one. So, and Hundred Thieves also went one and one. So it's it's very much a lot of uh, tumultuous games here. Uh, in the middle of the split, uh, or the back end of the middle of the split, we're coming into where playoffs are starting to matter, and Cloud9 already locked their spot. Yep. Whereas, I would argue, CLG has no hope in hell. <laughs> and uh, th- they will next, spl- next split. Say that when, now, uh... but when they counter that logic, <laughs> they go on a... <laughs> They'll go on a tear. I- are, they- are they eliminated? Uh, at, like two in- at 2 and 10, I don't think they are because if everybody else sucks a lot and they go on a hot win streak they could catch like the last slot i mean but you gotta relating this to football pretty much it's like preseason it's not supposed to matter it 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 really is like preseason that's what they're treating it as and probably best for this corvid 19 baseball except the beginning yeah um Immortals had a, uh, they had a week. They lost to Golden Guardians. What are you, who, who's smacking shit around over there? Knock that, knock it off, you, whoever you are. Good. Uh, <laughs> Golden, uh, who's, not, um, Immortals. They lose to Golden Guardians in a game that I didn't watch because I thought it was going to look terrible. And then they beat CLG in a game CLG was kicking their ass for most of. And then mm-hmm. the uh, CLG gets to like the height of the peak of their power, and then they never contest ever again, and they just let Immortals have all the stuff, and then they won the game. Uh, that that doesn't count. I mean, it counts as a win, but that's stupid. They don't deserve the win for that one. CLG was giving it to them real good. Uh, Golden Guardians went one and one. They beat Immortals, lost to Evil Geniuses, Evil Geniuses uh, lost to Hundred Thieves, and beat Golden Guardians. Hundred Thieves beat EG, lost to Team Liquid. 
and god damn it, TSM went 02 again. And I'm sad about it because what I know. What game were they? What <laughs> game was he on? Maokai, like Maokai mid. He played. So they picked Kale top Maokai mid with a Sejuani jungle against Team Liquid. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, okay, it's not a bad team comp. I just don't think they like did it right. Well, if I remember correctly, they are still on patch 10.3, so they don't even have the Bomby Cinder buff. Nope, they were on 10.4. That's why okay. they picked it's why they picked Maokai. Heavens okay. to Betsy, did you blow your nose? Nah, I like I got I, I somehow got hit by the fountain from like I was like standing like next to the Nexus kind of like uh, towards the towards like the side wall, and I got somehow Fiddlesick somehow killed me with the with the tower with the fountain shot. Damn! Like inexplicably, but um, That's some 16, right 12, there. 20 right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pop off. Uh, yeah, TSM picks Maokai mid. They don't. Uh, TL is wise and Broxa plays and does Broxa things and just camps the shit out of Broken Blade all game and that's the carry that they're supposed to have because he's got the Kale. Um, and they didn't move Maokai around the map at all to, you know, try and secure a lead with their Varus Tom Kench bot lane, uh, which lost somehow. And it, it, that was just a really bad game from TSM. They didn't play it very well. Which makes me sad because I want them to play every game really well. Uh, and then they go and they get beat finally in the rivalry match between TSM and CLG. Where they played a normal comp, finally. <laughs> but uh, Pobelter's back, man, and he picks Victor. And uh, they just go off. I'd like to actually see the full draft. What did they? What did they get here? Yeah, Bjergsen's on Zoe. They've got Ezreal Senna by with Jarvan for Dardock and Mordekaiser for Broken Blade. And uh, Ruin played Rumble and just rinsed the game, man. Stixay and Smoothie got Varus, Tom Kench. Pobelter got Victor and made it so that Bjergsen couldn't do anything because that's the Zoe counter is the Victor. And Wiggly on Rek'Sai... Uh, got mobbed on in the early game, but didn't really have to do anything in the late game because the rest of his team was kicking all sorts of ass. So props to CLG for winning that game. It was a well-deserved win. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I just... Overall, it was an interesting week. I was surprised CLG came out, but I guess it was against their rivalry. Uh, FlyQuest has been that one underdog I never expected Fly to be. FlyQuest is thy best. Yeah, yeah I man. mean, second place, only to Cloud9. They're doing it. Second the best. They're, they're, oof, they're flying high. They they, they achieved that quest. Uh, I, I'm still kind of mad. Evil Genius is a... Like, they came out swinging, but it was like a half-hearted swing. And, like, it's like when you punch that out... <laughs> The little like arcade machine and it's like you hit it full force and then it starts counting up the numbers and you're like wow that that was a lot slower than i anticipated but they're they're hovering in that mid spot it's yeah. just uh, 
really hoping Evil Geniuses pops out of the blue because I, I think that'd be an interesting team. So, <coughs> pardon me. I think, uh, yeah, I think EG is. Uh, oh man, I think they're gonna be pretty good in summer. I think they just gotta sort their shit out. You know, they're starting to look better as individuals, and Bang and Zazel are starting to get along, but. From what I understand, Zazel's not an easy person to get along with, and I think because Sneaky dictated their lane when it was uh, Sneaky and Zazel on Cloud9, oh! I think that was a lot easier, and now he's playing with Bang, and I think Bang's a higher level caliber than Sneaky was, yeah. and it's a, I could, it's a different vibe. I can definitely see that with the... Uh, I remember watching one of the interviews where Zazel... I, I wouldn't say that he was... You know, like... Uh, insulting any of his teammates or anything, but he definitely was not. He he realized they weren't playing their best, and that's what he kind of like tried to remedy at the end of the interview. But he was essentially saying, "Yeah, like this person would be doing this, or this person would be doing this," and then now all of a sudden I'm in a bad place, and that, and so now I don't know what I'm doing, and so now we're just all like he was harping on everyone else's mistakes and then saying that now it was become it's what was pushing him to make mistakes and so he kind of like harped on others and then harped on himself a little bit but i, I can see where zazel may be a little abrasive yeah well let me see here let's do a just a quick rundown of the matches we got for this next week and then we are out of time so We've got a yeah, we got a good weekend uh, looking forward. We've got top of the morning, I mean the afternoon on Saturday, TSM C9 in what will be a rematch that C9 should almost definitely win. Uh, yeah. Dignitas Hundred Thieves in a game that it doesn't matter who wins. Uh, <laughs> Open dig. I, I think Dig's gonna win that. Me we'll see. Medios is a god, but Closer is also a god. Closer's not Pike. on that team. I'm stupid. Pike altered like a half health Alawi. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right. Uh, after that, we've got TLCLG. Uh, I think mm -hmm. TL should clap that one, but Pobelter, you know, we don't know. Going up against yeah. his former team. Uh, Evil Geniuses versus FlyQuest. Uh, that should be an Fly easy FlyQuest Fly victory. Yeah. Also, you forgot double. Or, oh, double lift's not playing. Never mind. Yeah, Never mind. No. Keep going. Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep going. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Hundred Thieves versus Immortals. Uh, that's a toss up, but I think Immortals might have the edge there. Uh, pop it off. Dude, pop off. FlyQuest <laughs> versus TSM. Man, that's a hard ass week Fly for Quest. TSM. No! Yeah, they're they're getting the top two teams. They're they're just gonna get beat down. They're gonna get closer to CLG. I think, okay, here's the thing with TSM this week. I think they lose the C9 game, but if they can make it look close, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with it. I think they absolutely need to win the FlyQuest game, so they're going to give Broken Blade uh, a flex pick, and then they're going to be like, oh, is it a flex? Nope. And then they're going to blast pick Syndra, and Bjergsen's going to just fucking stomp through everybody. And, I can see uh, that. It, it 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 very easily could they could just very easily default to give Bjergsen the the uh, control mage let Kabe play a late game carry Dardok 
sit with Broken Blade, make sure he wins, and then the game is over because Bjergsen loses gracefully or wins, and Kabe wins late game always. So there's potential yeah. there, but if those things don't fall into place, it's an easy FlyQuest win. Uh, where were we? Golden Guardians dig. Ooh. I don't know. They're, they're, they're both playing all right, but I think yeah. Yeah, Golden Guardians probably has that one. Uh, I want to go out on a limb and say Counter Logic Gaming for this one CLG? against Evil Geniuses. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that they're finally starting to figure out where they're at. So they might just bring it around. So, because they started, like, after beating TSM, like, oh, and then that oh, next game. Oh, brought off back door, baby! Oh, <laughs> smuggle in the whiskey to the private school campus with the back door. <laughs> Let's go! Oh lord, that was brain dead. Nice. That felt so good. That was, that nice was cathartic. What a way to end of like a one in seven run of games. Oh my god. All right, let's do I the last it. two games and we'll get out of here on that super high note. Yeah. <laughs> we got Immortals Team Liquid. I think TL takes that one. TL, and then we got Cloud Nine Golden Guardians. Easy C nine. Easy C nine. Let's for Cloud fourteen and zero. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, if I scroll through the rest of the schedule here, the best chance that C9 drops a game is in this entire split is going to be when they play TSM and when they play Team Liquid in the last day of the split, March 22nd, Sunday. It's going to be C9 TL in the middle of the day, and I think they'll either... If they're going to drop a game, it's either going to be the one against TSM on Saturday or it's going to be the one at the end of March against Team Liquid. Mm. Those are the those are the two options, I think. If anyone's going to take a game off C9, it's going to be those two. Definitely agree. So tune in next week when we talk about whatever bullshit's going to happen this week. <laughs> and we'll talk about probably a jungle in our in our top down series of the map and where to go and what to play and how to how to handle yourself in the low elo i'm gonna start calling it the forest and see how long it takes for people to feel to like beat me up dude no i'll, I'll do it with you that sounds the woods no i'm not i'm not i'm not jungling i'm woodsing um, I'm, um yeah i'm the woodsman <laughs> the woodsman yeah <laughs> that's fucking stupid <laughs> Mm, on that yeah. on that absolute mongoloid of an ending good night everybody uh, night that's got a sting